This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Do you think regular um, readers of this show mm-hmm. can recite that bit off by yeah. heart? Because I've tried occasionally not to do it with the bit of paper the producer hands me. I can't do it. <laughs> oh. After 11 years. I was going to say, if they can, they're a better man than you. After 11 years in the saddle. It has changed a bit. I don't think there was an Instagram when we started this so. show. No. Is there not? No, no Insta. Can you imagine it? Oh. I say no Insta. Yeah. <laughs> a world without people promoting teeth whitening products. Oh, oh is that what they do? I mean, that, well, that's what they all get when they leave the reality shows. The first thing uh, they do is get a deal. You know, they now talk about it, don't they? They go, "Have you got a deal when you're coming out?" Well, they have often got lovely teeth on oh, the reality they really shows. Really have. You know, I mean. Some people just got lucky with teeth, but if you've actually paid for it, I think you can take a bit of extra credit. Fair play. Yeah. I always thought that about Danny Minogue, to actually sit with a catalogue and and make those choices yourself. (laughs) I think that makes you a a, a better, you know, a better person, where most of us, it's potluck. Yeah. Oh, yes. Frank, Mark Cotterell got in touch with me, one of our readers. Him. He said... It was very sweet, this tweet. It was a midweeker, and it was the excitement of having seen a friend's house on the telly or something. Yeah. Frank's just been a question on Mastermind, he said. Oh, that's good. What was the specialist subject? Gits. (laughs) (laughs) Gits through the ages. Yeah. Who else was in there? Gits. A long time. Yeah, who else was in there? Good question. Correct. Which git was born? (laughs) Um, Who would it be? Orson Welles. (laughs) Who were the top... Who would be in the gits mastermind In the git parade. Schopenhauer. (laughs) Can we let let that breathe, please? Uh, Phenomenal work by the... uh, Still in there, that, you know... First link as well. First link, not even a warm-up. And the fact that it was... The git parade was said by Britain's leading git. (laughs) I know. And the fact I've only got, like, under two months in which I can legitimately sing when I'm 64. <laughs> um, and still yeah. there, still like a riser. Oh. Uh, who else is going to be in the Git Parade? <laughs> Orson Welles <laughs> is in the Git Parade. Yeah, have you ever heard um, his advert for uh, Findus Frozen Food? Yeah. Orson Welles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, the, he does it, and the bloke says, I think... Um, If you could be a bit... And he says, and what do you in the depths of your ignorance (laughs) advise? (laughs) Oh, wow. And I thought, yeah, we've all been there, Orson. (laughs) I don't think people allow for the stress of working with idiots, though. Good point. And incompetence. It's, you know, it, Should it we go to a about. song? Not <laughs> <you about>. Unbelievable, <laughs> Al. Oh. Unreal. I, well, I obviously went straight to uh, iPlayer to have a look at this. Oh, OK. And I was so mm. excited. Let me just set this up. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I watched the gentleman in question... And how can I put this? He looked intelligent. Oh, OK. I've, one thing I noticed about the men on... Um, you look like he might watch Doctor Who. The, yeah, there's a certain type of um, mastermind male who uh, <laughs> look like they got their shoes on prescription. You can see when, <laughs> when they're in the big wide of a mall city. I always look out <laughs> for those. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, carry on. He looked like he might have arrived with a plastic bag oh, instead yeah. of a... Oh, OK, yeah. my kind Which of guy. Which I like, your kind of guy. But was I in general knowledge or in, in his right, specialist? calm down. Okay. Okay. Calm the ego down. OK. You were in general knowledge. OK, fair enough. You looked pleased by that. Is that better for you? No, I wouldn't have minded okay. being in Tibetan architecture. <laughs> you would have been, it would have been a Doctor Who. Yeah, it would have felt like I'd been slightly wedged. It was a general knowledge. What, what, do you know, what was the question there? It was, um, it just had general, it was quite a weird question. It said, which, um, it listed all your, it said, which comedian, it was first. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank God. <laughs> performer, 
TV, uh, I can't remember what else it called you, but then it said was born and it had your uh, birth oh. name, Christopher Collins and blah, blah, blah. And I went, oh, uh, and he passed. Oh. But listen, Frank, 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 before you get upset, when yeah. they came to it, there was a lovely moment because he said, and that answer too. And John Humphrey said it as if to say, come on, you missed a biggie here. Yeah. He said, and the answer, and he went, I know, I know. He said, it was, of course, Frank. And he went, oh, and John Humphrey said, I know. Did he go, oh, or did he go, who? <laughs> <laughs> he knew it. Oh, okay. And John Humphreys looked at him as if to say, you should have got that. Did he win it? In, did he win that? Did he win his thing? Or did he not get he that far? Might have <laughs> okay. won. Okay, I might keep an eye on him. <laughs> Can you bet? Do they have betting on? They don't have betting on it. I've <laughs> never heard of anyone betting on it. Frank Skinner, Skinner. on Absolute Radio. Frank, what was we talking? Oh yeah, well, we were talking about the Git Parade. Oh yes. Uh, and Twemlow, who's one of our regulars, has said uh, we would. You were saying who were the other gits? I think I asked that question actually. Mm. Who else would feature in the git parade? Orson Welles, you suggested. Yeah. Twemlow mm. has said, uh, I think you decided before. Isaac Newton hashtag oh, git yeah. parade. Uh, Twemlow started a hashtag git parade. Uh, on William, Twitter. William Hartnell, the first doctor, there's oh, a yeah. famous interview with him putting on makeup in his uh, dressing room mirror, one of those old theatrical. And the guy said, he's doing panto because um, his career after Doctor Who faltered somewhat. So he's in, a, he's in uh, panto. And the guy said, uh, the interviewer says, and is this the sort of work you're looking to do in the future? And he went, what? No. No, this is, a, what, this is front of cloth. I'm a legit, I'm a legit <laughs> actor. And he's, he's really horrible to him. Uh, He's not a celebrity as such, but I, I'd like to think my late father could have joined you in the Git Parade, Frank. Oh, OK, because well, he was a celebrity. Well, he wasn't. Yeah, it was the first, first man on colour television. Yes. Wow. But when wait. he said... When he in said, our house, it was Fred Flintstone. <laughs> 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 when he said, Frank, I'm going to nominate my father for the Git Parade. <clears throat> Excuse um, me. For when he said to a bouncer at a BBC party he was invited to, who said, got an invite, and my father said, the word is invitation. Invite is an American corruption. <laughs> well, I think that gets him on the parade. I, th I think he's definitely... Yeah, good work. He's, he's in there. I want to ask, can I ask you a, 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 a technical question? Sure. Oh, good. I was... I was uh, <laughs> I was showering this week. Can oh, you that kind of do you, do you want to handle this one, out? <laughs> and um, I realised I'd forgotten that the day before I had discarded the shampoo, I'd finished the shampoo. So I was in the shower mm. and um, I realised I didn't have any shampoo in there. There's nothing in there. So I used conditioner... Um, As on its own, yeah, <gasps> yeah, on accompanied conditioner is what I used, <laughs> and I gotta say, after it felt okay, yeah, it felt fine. And I thought, I've been wasting we'll my be the judge of that, dear. Have I been wasting my time with uh, using? I mean, I rarely condition. I mainly just <laughs> shampoo. I would say I have conditioner in the fridge. I would say in I fridge in the sorry in the shower. I'm just kidding. Um, I um, I would say I condition six times a year. Right. So is this an Amy Childs from the Only Wise Essex? <laughs> I rarely condition. But I, I tell you, it's one thing I struggle with. First of all, is the marinade length. I always worry that I'm going to put it. I put it on early. Reconditioner. Right. This is when I use it with shampoo. And then I always like to think a minute on the head. Mm. Because I always think if you forget it and let it run to the end of the show and you haven't rinsed it off, you'll be you'll be too luxurious. Yeah. In the in the, in the you'll be conditioned. Yeah. You'll right. be yeah. You'll be ridiculously like you know like suddenly you silky. Yeah. You know yeah. these um, bo bodybuilders who've taken it too far. Yeah. That's what your hair will be like. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had another thought about conditioner. I really I love some um, help. Any of our readers know more about this. I remember when I was at oh, school don't ask me. that mean... people used to use it. Yeah, but I think you probably at the sophisticated end. Mm. Whereas... Where were you, the business end? Well, people used to use conditioner as, as a styling product. So oh, yeah. people oh. would wash their hair, dry it, and then put conditioner on instead of, like, brill well, cream Frank, or something. Um, and Alan... 
Mm-hmm. What you see, it was interesting that the 80s was the uh, take one, bottle, take two bottles into the shower. Oh, yes. Wash and go. The trend was all about just the wash and go, the shampoo and conditioner in one. We were sold a lie, friends. Do you think? Yes, there's no such thing that they're working on different areas, entirely different areas are specialising in. Oh, there is that. Yes. I th- that was Thatcherism, though, wasn't it? <laughs> it was about individualism, not having time to do two things, and they've got to get money. Time is money. It was all about that, surely. Anyway, I have another question about this, which is another brave from the grave, as they used to call them. Here's the thing, though. You had a grooming question. Yes. When I was at school, people who um, either didn't have shampoo or didn't have time to shampoo, I just want to know if this was a commonplace. They used to put, and I've done it myself, they'd put talcum powder in their hair. Oh, yes. And then shove it around a bit, you know. And then uh-huh. uh, and then shake it out, and it would clean your hair. It was like a sort of dry shampoo. Up. Yeah, I don't I don't associate um, this with um, school children. I associate this with uh, busy women. That's uh, like busy pre- women. previous female friends of mine have told me that's what they do if they're in a rush. Can we now cut? Um, I would like to cross over to Joe in the Forest of Dean. Okay, oh, yes. appropriately. Uh, hi, Frank. You've in- inadvertently discovered the curly girl method. Now, I know about the curly girl method. The producer's nodding. My goddaughter, Honey, has told me about it. I don't like the combination of The producer <laughs> is nodding vigorously too, Scott. Yeah. I'm worried about the juxtaposition of the curly girl method and the forest of Dean. All right. All right. We've all had a drink, mate. Um, many women around the world use just conditioner to keep their curly hair frizz-free. Ah. Also, using a T-shirt to dry it instead of a towel. No. There you go. Why? Why does that make a difference? Not because it's a less less, less um, friction uh, friction based surface. I don't know. So I don't hair, use the curly girl. So the hair method. wouldn't be roughed up as much as as with a coarse towel. When I did the Charles Atlas <laughs> course, which is something I've spoken about many times <laughs> on this show, one of the things we used to have is an air bath. Oh yeah. This was a bodybuilding course I did when I was 14 as you can anyone's ever seen me it breaks my heart this story no I find it very moving one of the things we had to have was the air bath and you had to lie naked somewhere for like 20 minutes and then rub yourself all over with a coarse towel as if you'd just come out the bath that was one of the things and it does um, it gets the blood to the surface I'll tell you that I have to say I love a scratchy towel and I told my wife and children this the other day and they all just looked and went, of course you do. <laughs> this is just this is the most obvious well, thing in the world. Well, you follow the uh, the Spartan yeah. uh, lifestyle, don't you? Can I also... Yeah, but it's, I mean, a very bad thing is when you get those towels that are like non-absorbent oh. gloss, gloss-finished yeah. towels. Oh! Yeah. Anyway... We've got some more people for the Git Parade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is from 660. Lord Sir Alan the Apprentice Sugar oh, would be oh. in my Git Parade, and now he employs the special Git to run his football team. That's oh, from... Uh, the special. Uh, that's oh, yes. from uh, Nasha. Uh, the special Git. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The special one. I've got a soft spot for Joe, say, I must well, say. Well, I think I think Nasha does as well, but he's just... Uh, that's that's from Nasha, by the way. I mean, your mate Paxman's got to be... He's oh, got to yeah. be one of the people's favourites, hasn't he? I think if you ask the same the question 13 times, then yeah. you've got the gittish... Yeah, I think he's, he's right. He's, he's right absolutely on the git list. Yeah. OK. He looks like he might use the curly girl method. Cause he used do you to be want me curlier. to ask him? Do you, you dare yeah. me to text Paxman now and say, hey, do you use the cut? He, I know what he would say. What on earth are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. Yeah. And he'd say it in that tone, even though it was on a text. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's what's brilliant. I want it, with his, um, you know, my view that text should have stage directions. You say, "What on earth are you talking about?" He said haughtily, <laughs> would be in uh, brackets at the end. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
Uh, and now uh, time for another in our series. It seemed so important at the time. This week, the London Olympics logo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, um, I was... Um, here's a question. I've got a quiz question yeah. for you. Um, what are dog ears? Dog ears? Mm-hmm. Well, um, ha- ha- over to you, Al, first, because you were the first dog owner on this show. Well, I think they're... Um, different because dogs have faster heartbeats is that the general idea i think i think it's based on lifespan so in one one human year a dog will have seven times the heartbeat that's what i've I've always been brought up to believe that it's seven dog years to one human year me too but if you do the math Mm -hmm. on that oh i don't think that's quite right because an average dog lives how long 15? Uh, uh, oh, thanks, 15. guys. 12? Depends 15. on the breed. Depends on the breed, yeah. I've got to, I mean, some yes. are very unhealthy, aren't they, Emily? Some are. And some um, are healthy. We yeah. had a, a Staffordshire Bull Terrier live to be 18. That's now, a wow. lovely age. I can't, That's I don't really know what good. 7 18s actually is, and it seems a bit tragic because <laughs> of texting. Mm, but yes. <laughs> it's a higher number than anyone lives to. Yes. So anyway, I looked up. I I, I got a, oh, a go chart mm. of animal years. He's picking oh. up his massive phone. Now. Yeah, yeah, I'm picking up my <laughs> massive phone. Um, so dog, yeah, three point six four is what it actually says. Right, right. Three point six four. Uh, Years to Where do we to get humans. this seven from them? Well, it's just been bandied around like so many things, unquestioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you too. Ah. You see, I was um, going to congratulate my dog on. You too, one of the greatest bands. No one's actually stopped us all, Don. <laughs> Are they any good? Is that, is that your point? Well, yeah. I don't <laughs> want to dwell on it. Where real music matters. Yeah, it's fair uh, there's, a, there's a phrase to unpack, isn't it? <laughs> Where real music matters. I mean, what is real music? Good point. Your real music, Al, would not be the same as my real music. Well, we can't discuss my music. <laughs> oh, why? Um, there isn't any. Oh, OK. <laughs> um, so, yes, so what always... about this? Go on. Um, this will this shock you. A rat... 26.67. No. That's a not. short lifespan, isn't it? Do you want to guess one? Bear. Bear. Oh, bear. They're old gits, aren't they? I think bear is probably... Uh, I'm going to go nine for bear. Wow. It's two. <laughs> two. Yeah. It's not hardly good. worth the bother. Not great news for the the bears. <laughs> or is that good news? That's good news, isn't it? If it's lower, it's like pointless. <laughs> I think if you want to live longer. What about a balloon animal? What would you give that? <laughs> about five minutes. Yeah, they don't. They don't last. I always like that thing when you get to a kid's party. They have untouched balloons on the door. Oh yeah. So you get a sense of the um, the sort of embryonic form of the balloon animals they're going to get later oh, on. So nice. you get to see them in their raw state. Lovely. That is the little. Preempting what's coming. <laughs> a tip for those uh, parents or um, entertain- children's entertainers. Uh-huh. I've seen a few children's entertainers now, and uh, my heart bleeds. <laughs> Actually bleeds. <laughs> I've watched them when I've wanted to step up and just put a coat around them and say, "Come on, I'm taking you home." You no human, no human being should have to put up with this. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Um, confused of Wakefield has been in touch, oh, yeah. saying uh, misheard and thought Frank was talking about dog ears, as in with pages of a book. <laughs> oh, dog ears, mm. as yeah, in but dog you were actually ears. Talking about oh, dog ears. Well, you? I would never do that to a book. So. Wouldn't you? No, no. Well, you don't fold the top. Never. Really? It's a bookmark. That's you always not. use a bookmark. Always. Oh, actually, we did talk about how sometimes you use a book as another bookmark. Well, we? also, I, um, I, what I try to do is use an apposite bookmark. Oh, all right. So oh, if I'm lovely. reading uh, a detective thing lovely. and I've got an old parking ticket receipt, I'll put that in there to represent nice. that law and order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I'm reading a detective thing, I use a magnifying glass. Oh, <laughs> very good. I use uh, a letter opener. 
in a knife shape. Nice. Okay. Have you got a letter upward? Do you know, I have, but only it's an inherited one. And I I couldn't bring myself to throw it away because it's so fabulously old school. It was my parents had a letter opener. with a, It was a knife with a gold blade and a brown leather handle. That sounds great. And I still have it. And it is very Dickensian. I had one which was, um, I think it was a plastic handle. It might have been something mm. more upsetting because the... the <laughs> The blade, I mean, the handle oh. was the, the, the foot of some beast, some sort of uh, oh, like a small deer or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They've gone out of favour, the old letter openers you now. You'd think they'd be ideal for the pandemic. If you're opening your mail, you wouldn't, yeah. have, to, uh, you wouldn't have to touch it as much with it. Well, you, you've employed a letter opener. <laughs> um, How's he getting well, yeah, on? That is, that's a she. Uh, <laughs> I um yeah, it's dying out a bit. I've got grape scissors as well. You haven't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is you know for cutting grapes off the bunch. Really? Yeah, rather than wrenching. I don't know them. if this is a made-up product. I've never heard of no, these no, things. Grape, in my life. Not only is it called grape scissors, but it has um, ornamental uh, grapes on the handles and down the, just the top mm. bit of is the blade. Is this a thing? Yeah. Wow. I own them. I'll uh, I'll. Send me a pic. Oh, well, I'll send you a pic Picks of my grape scissors. It didn't happen. That's my policy on oh, grape fair scissors. <laughs> Mine is pips or it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! So, um, what else? Ultramugnus has got in touch. Ultramugnus. Ultramugnus. Oh, He's Mugnus. one of our regulars. Okay. Uh, he suggested for the Git Parade, boys, mm-hmm. Marlon Brando. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Go on. Um, He's really in nice so bloke. many other seats, like best-looking oh, yeah. bloke, and uh... yes, but Magnus has pointed out a man who, during filming, removed his trousers and pants so that the director wouldn't film him below the waist. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on, you've got to love that. Different time. <laughs> <laughs> You know the soap opera actors, if uh, if they don't think a scene has gone well in their acting in it, but they know that if they just do it, then the 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 director might use it or the producer. So sometimes they'll just swear on purpose to oh, ruin yeah. so that take can't get used. Yeah, I've seen that done on Clever. panel shows. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah, um, I uh, I've been. I'll tell I'll tell you after this. I, I we you know we have we have a we have a sort of TV club. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's ever on air or whether it's always off air. We normally do it off air, don't mm, we? Yeah, when we when come in, the first thing we do is discuss What our... have you been watching this week? And then we swap and then we go away yeah. and watch each other's recommendations and yeah. stuff. Oh, it's very modern. <laughs> it's really very modern. It includes, like, the Netflix. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever... Have we ever gone the Amazon Prime? I'm oh, not sure. we've gone down the Amazon Oh, have we? Well, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been. I haven't even looked at Amazon. I forgot Amazon Prime existed until I just mentioned it. Oh, <laughs> shut up. You haven't. I think it's when I read that it recently commissioned something like 22 comedy specials and I'm still sitting by my telephone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Read it out loud at its very best here on Absolute Radio. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Now, I was talking... Don't forget, by the way... (laughs) this hardy. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) And I learnt about women from you. Mm. Um, <laughs> so um, that was uh, Oliver talking about Jeannie Weenie <laughs> who broke his heart oh, um, so um, you, y- oh, yes. you left us on something of a Cliff Richard I hanger did, I did yes oh, and don't forget by the way this morning's texting what's the most interesting thing you've got on your wall oh. um, I um, we, we, what we do is we sit around in here we um, we have a dos, as we used to call it yeah. when I was a kid. <laughs> we have a dos, and we talk about what we've been watching on telly, and, and, and you know, I'll recommend, I'll recommend, Emily yeah. will recommend, and we swap. We uh, yeah, it's lovely. And recently, Emily recommended um, Queen's Gambit. 
Oh, yes. Mm. To me. I think that was on air, in fact. Yes. And uh, so I've checked it out. And um, I've watched the whole series. They're absolutely fantastic. It's oh. on the Netflix. It's, it really is. And, and has it got you into chess, Frank? No. Oh. Oh. That's <laughs> the kind of the point I want to make because yeah. I was talking to Al about it and Al said, well, I like chess. He's got that combo of martial arts and chess, a bit like Lennox Lewis used to box and play chess. Oh, and yeah. there is a thing, a chess boxing. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no. Yeah, oh. and they actually fight and then they go to a chess board in between rounds or whatever. What do they do with those gloves then, with the pawns? That sounds difficult. Absolute yeah. nightmare. No, they go for the elasticated and they oh, just slip them Oh, they slip them off. Mm. <clears throat> so um, I watched it and it is, um, I, I won't, all I'll say about it, it's, it's about a, a, a woman who becomes obsessed with, chess mm. right and I, I read about it last night frightened to read about it obviously until I'd watched the whole series but one, one of the things I can tell you safely is that sales of chess sets in America went up a thousand percent what about three weeks into this uh, series or whenever mm. it first appeared and also the chess whatever they're called, the Chess Society. It'll be a federation, surely. Yeah, uh, in, a, in America, were, uh, have had millions, not in, millions. Inundated. with particularly with women, finding out about where oh, they can okay. play and where they can learn. And so it's, it's a, I watched the whole series, absolutely loved it. I would say at the end of it, I am le- even less inclined to play chess than I was before, which was right. very, very l- less. I haven't seen that show, but apparently people either love it or hate it. There's no, no grey area. No, no, that's... It's very black and white. That's mum. Oh, oh, sorry, Al. <laughs> sorry, Al, I'm so sorry. Do you want to do that again when you fix it in the edit? <laughs> L- live? Oh, my God. What about the shampoo and conditioner stuff? That's in. <laughs> that's just in, is it? Oh, dear. My career, my poor career. <laughs> Um, What's your favourite chess piece? He'll like the bishop, Al. He'll be all over well, look, that oh, bishop. Yeah. This is I, it, I do though. love the way the bishop moves. But can, I, can I just say this? I love, I love, love, love that series. I'd recommend it to anyone who doesn't mind bad language. Fabulous. Uh, I loved oh, it. There's bad language and chess. I yeah. am so in on this. I loved I was fine with and the bad language. Can I just say, I can say this. Very, very pretty ladies. Yeah, yeah. Lovely clothes. Triple threat for me. I loved, <laughs> I loved... And men. Uh, I lo- obviously, I love the Lewis Chessman. Oh, yeah? And I love it when I was once in... Um, I saw a, a man in Toronto who just put this very rubbishy handmade chess board that was had sellotape all over it as, instead of... Uh, uh, instead of... Um, what do they call it? When laminate. You, laminate, thank you. God bless you. Um, uh, I'm an old man, Commander. <laughs> and he, he just laid down in the street and he played people for $2. They, they paid him $2 oh, yeah. to play and if, he, if, he wa- if they Skills. won. And he's beaten one after the next. And all that, I love it, but I've tried playing. It's the most tedious... <laughs> Game. Come on, Frank. I absolutely hate it. Give me this. Give me this. What is the be- What is your favourite move in chess? Because I've already put oh, myself I out don't. there. My favourite move in chess is someone saying, I tell you what, shall we not play chess? <laughs> <laughs> but I love the look of it. I saw some old men playing in Central Park on specially made stone tables once. It was lovely. Look at those guys playing chess. But, oh, my God. It's, I mean, we're all different, <laughs> but um, I hate it. Wow. Anyway, like I say, Queen's Gambit, watch it. It's a brilliant <laughs> programme. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Al and I just spent that uh, song interlude talking about chess, didn't yeah, we, Frank? I'm, and yeah. again, I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm absolutely fine with it. Um, we mention it in passing, en passant. Oh, oh I mean, that's his second yes. I sparked the first one. <laughs> that one, I felt it. I could feel it. I sat back. <laughs> I like to think I know when a joke's coming from someone and I can leave them, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not mock the week. I encourage... Um, <laughs> You're right. I encourage the comedy of others. <laughs> you demand it. Anyway, I got a letter from John Walsh, who's a guy I've met at several uh, Doctor Who events. And I think of John Walsh very much as a Ray Harryhausen fan. 
Uh, you know Ray Harryhausen and made films like mm. Sinbad. And, oh yes, uh, okay. yes. And uh, he, he does those fabulous animated creatures. Oh, um, right. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, but he sent me a book today. It's a really big. Yeah, you'd call it a coffee table. It's as big as a coffee table. Oh yeah, massive mm. book. It's bigger than my phone. <laughs> That's big. Yeah. No, it's a massive book, and do you, let me. Can you guess what it? It's about a film, uh, which is about to celebrate its fortieth anniversary on the eleventh of December. A whole massive collar deluxe book about the film. No. I'm going to tell you. Go on, Flash Gordon. Oh, oh. Flash! Woo! And. Uh, Gordon's alive. I just love that that book exists. I do. And um, is this the same one? This is the Brian Blessed one. Yes. He mentions that. He said uh, you'll like it because there's some Doctor Who actors synergy with Brian Blessed, who appeared in the Colin Baker adventure Mind Warp. Uh, I like that. That's all he's famous yeah. for. <laughs> Peter Wingard. <gasps> who you might think, oh man, Jason King, but he, who he points out was in Peter Davison's Planet of Fire. Yes. But anyway, um, it t- lots of interesting stuff. And he said, lastly, I hope Boz will appreciate the never-before-published shot of Queen on page 168. Oh, <laughs> So um, thank you so much for that, uh, John. And I'm going to... Uh, I shall be wallowing in Flash Gordon. I had a tremendous celebrity crush on a woman called Suzanne Danielle. Yeah. Who was in uh, in that as a minor part, yes. a sort of slave girl. She went on to marry um, um, a golfer man. Yeah. A golfer she man. Had a, she had a couple of husbands. Yeah, moustache golfer man. What was that? Oh, did she? Not, Not Sam Torrance. Sam Torrance. Oh, did she? Oh. Sam Torrance, yeah. Yes. Who always get mixed up with Nigel Mansell, the big yeah. sporting, sporting moustaches. And they look yeah. sort of similar, I suppose. Yes. It's very good moustache in uh, The Queen's Gambit, by Is the way. On a man who... Wonderful moustache. On a guy from Nanny McPhee, who I think of as a child actor. Suddenly, he's, um, he's managed to um, sprout one of those babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Hey, how they grow. How quickly they grow. <laughs> and a child actor still working. Yeah, that's no, good. No visible signs of uh, drug addiction or... Um, <laughs> Uh, life tragedy. What, what are you play? trying to suggest? Just, How oh, dare sorry, I forgot. You? I forgot you were How a child. Absolutely, yeah, sure Whoops. you did. That is my second. I forgot. I also just remembered uh, before that that you actually bought me a chess set a couple of birthdays ago. So, <laughs> so it's not going as well as I one didn't. might hope. Well, the group did. I oh, did. Well, we bought you the Lewis chess set. <laughs> yeah, that was for your son. He's the intellectual exactly. of the family. Well, it's it's maths. It's mainly. <laughs> Maths. <laughs> it's like Sudoku. 3D Sudoku. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, you know you're on the radio. You've uh, done it again. I've done it again. <laughs> Sorry, Just everyone. Put food in. Mm. Mm. So, what, what about zero three three? Hi, Frank Allen and the DME. Rechess, not sure if you're still accepting entries for the obscure claims to fame discussion. Oh, yeah, always. But if you are, I beat my dad at chess. That is all. Actually, no, it's not. I beat my dad, (coughs) but he beat a man who beat a man who beat Bobby Fischer in 1979. Does this mean I would probably have beaten Bobby Fischer? Obscure enough, that is all. Praise withheld. That's nugget. Wow. So hang on, how many removed nugget are you? You're you beat your dad, who beat a man who beat a man who beat Bobby Fisher. It's not it's good. Mm. I um I think that that is probably means that Nugget's a very good chess player, doesn't he? Sounds yeah, I like do. it. I yeah. Because I don't think there was a period you could have played Bobby Fisher when he wasn't any good. No. Bobby Fisher for any younger readers, I think there's about three of you. He um he's not the one from Beatrix Potter. He's um, he was a, an American chess player who I read his um, I read a book about him. He was mm. <clears throat> brilliantly mental. 
<laughs> woman went out for dinner with him and realised that he, for the whole dinner, he'd been playing chess under the table with a small, uh, on a small <laughs> chess set. I absolutely love that. I mean, that is amazing. Um, can we put him in, put him in the git parade? Oh, I think he was in the git parade, yeah. Oh, Who's our tennis player Git Parade? Because I feel John McEnroe's almost too out there. I want someone right. a bit more... It's a bit obvious. It's more Andy... It's more a sort of surliness, isn't it? Maybe well, Andy Murray might be well, a bit gittish. Murray, who I... In a fabulous way. Who I like. He, adore. He got put in the Git chair, didn't he, by the media because he did that joke about anyone but England in the <laughs> forthcoming <laughs> tournament. But that's not gittish, is it, really? Well, it's just they said it was Scottish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of embrace the anti-Englishness. Yeah, mm. of the Scots. Well, I, I said fine. all all through. I take Murray's... it as a tremendous compliment. Mm. I, I said all through Murray's career, it wasn't that he was in a bad mood. People said that he was sour and bad tempered and all that stuff. And I said it's he's Scottish and he's playing a summer sport. Oh uh, yes. So far out of his comfort zone, it's not really fair. Of course, he was one of the ones who kicked up that enormous cliche when people used to say about when back in 67 when Celtic won the European Cup mm. oh well because they're Scottish when they're losing but when they're winning they're British yes mm. yes yeah. I get that point but I got it in 1967 as well <laughs> it's alright but shut up about it no it's perfectly valid <clears throat> but so was the invention of the wheel um, yeah. We don't, you know, we don't keep uh, on about it. Yeah. Does anyone ever get up in the morning and think, God, the wheel, that's a thing, isn't it? Oh. Hey, as an invention. Wish we'd come up with that earlier. Um, I still watch live <laughs> television, like from cricket from South Africa and think, Can I, I can't believe I'm watching this. Yeah. And it's coming, it's in Colour and mm. brilliant. Never lose uh, the child in yourself, <laughs> those of you listening. Oh, goodness me. If there's anyone still out there. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. No. What's, what's that rustling? Sounds like you've got a dog poo bag. I was just cleaning my hands because we're supposed to not get our terrible spores on the buttons and, and then kill all the DJs. Mm. Yeah, abruptly. Okay. Six four six has texted Frank Skinner on my wall. You um you made a joke that we were discussing what was uh, the most interesting oh, thing I, on I my would, wall. I would like to know uh, what's the most what's the most interesting thing on your wall, Al. You don't have to answer now. I don't give you a hospital pass. Um, I'd like to know. It's probably some art. You know, we're what is arty. It? Oh, you've got a lot of art on the We've wall. We've got some art, yeah. Mm. We've got a lot of art in, on which room? in cupboards. I don't think any of it's actually made the wall. Oh, OK. Oh, you've got to get... Give I it t- time. Can I tell you my two most interesting things? Thank you, I'm going to anyway. <laughs> uh, number one, I do mention this a lot on the show, but it's the truth. So, is my letter from Arthur Miller, which oh, I have framed. Oh, that's on the wall. Be careful you don't get bright sunlight on that. <clears throat> Good oh, point. Like my face well. these days. Um, and then number two is yeah. uh, an embroidered... Uh, it's, it was based on a photograph, an embroidered piece of art of myself and Raymond. Well, that's nice. Which ah. uh, the Rosses, uh, my best friend Jane and her husband Jonathan had made for me. That's nice. For a birthday. It is absolutely stunning. Even my postman commented on it. Thank you. What right. was he doing in the house? He loiters. Ask no he questions. Sticks, he sticks his head round the corner. He says, oh, that's nice, no isn't lies. it? Does he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, 646 has uh, texted Frank Skinner show on my wall, 144 tractors. 144 tractors. Christopher Dean Turvey Abergavenny. A gross of tractors. A lot of tractors. <laughs> no, it's a gross, isn't is it? it? A gross? 144, as is I it recall. Really? Yeah. Mm. I wonder why he's got that. Like a wall chart, I'm imagining. Yeah, maybe. I, do you remember those in the wildlife of Great Britain? We'd have a field that had got like a badger, a fox, and an owl, yes. and all that all gathered yes. as if it was some sort of convention they were attending. <laughs> I've got um, the. Uh, 
the history of the British graphic novel wall chart, which is very stylish. Good. Yeah, it's lovely. I um, recommend another thing. I find it inspiring in a uh, above a desk. Is the Samuel Beckett "No Matter Fell Again, Fell Better"? Oh, that's. Uh, I have that too. Uh, Joan Bakewell has got in touch. Has she? No. Friend of uh, both yours and mine. How lovely. She's got a photo of the young Hedy Lamarr. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this is why we love Dame Jane. Who she probably interviewed, oh, I would not no be surprised. No doubt, no doubt. Oh, brilliant. I bet, I don't, I bet, I bet that's our only Hedy Lamarr <laughs> reply of, yeah. of, of the morning. I think that might be Hedy's first reference on the show. It's taken 11 years, but she's made oh, it. Fabulous work, Joan. Well, Joan, brilliant stuff. My brother, Keith, our Keith... I remember he put a wallpaper on the wall, but like the other way around, so it was white. And he mm. painted, um, he painted with like a proper big paintbrush, a, a mushroom cloud. Oh. And I wrote Band the Balm underneath it. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, it's just when he was, we were still living at home. When he was an anti-nuclear activist. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, uh, he was, uh, 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 he was, he was a member of the CND. I, I mean, he was on his bedroom wall. He didn't have that many visitors to <laughs> yeah. his bedroom. I'll be straight with you. But, um, yeah, he painted it himself. <laughs> Lovely, lovely thing. Not had much impact on the nuclear disarmament story, I don't think. But oh. no, we we had um, we've got our family represented in Pete <laughs> on our wall, <laughs> um, which is like cut out Pete figures. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not making that up. You're looking at me like I'm making it up. It's Pete. Yeah, it's 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 a real thing. Somebody uh, bought us. That's like, who bought you that? That's a nice friend. Um, Pete. A guy I used to... Uh, <laughs> a guy I used to uh, work with, a TV producer. That's a lovely gift. He went on to do, I think, a three-part documentary about Gay Byrne, who's a person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He'd, so he did all right, yeah. <laughs> the Pete family there. <laughs> Anecdote. Mash in Valencia, lot to unpack there. Yeah. Says uh, the Pete family link. I'm sorry to say this, Frank. Oh no. Is the new ballet link? What? <laughs> what was that a bad link? No, I thought I thought it was good. <laughs> oh, I can't believe that's been said. <laughs> the ballet link, by the way, was a link that we did once talking about ballet, which I think is the worst link we ever did. <laughs> and I think I, mean, I take they're, full they're responsibility for it because I asked you, have you been to ballet? Have you been to a ballet? And you really nobly and valiantly tried to make something of it. Well, what yeah. I thought is I'll answer the question and we can put the jokes in in the edit. Yeah. And then I forgot <laughs> it was live. So I just basically I answered the question. I forgot I was uh, on the radio and stuff. But you I'm, did tease the ballet link for a good while after that. Well, I, as I say, you know, it was Can a lousy... Can you tease retrospectively? <laughs> I mean, it mock. was a lousy old 70s England pass from me, a sloppy pass, and I'd like mm. to apologise. Oh, come on. Someone told me that they re-listened to the ballet link. It wasn't any, anywhere near as bad as they remembered. Yeah, it. I don't remember it being that bad. Well, I'd that's what they're saying. Now they've heard the Pete family link. Soon we'll discover I stormed <laughs> it when I hosted the Brits. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, things changed retrospectively. <clears throat> 660 says we've got some very interesting damage on our walls mm. that can be quite watchable I guess. Uh, can I say that if it's um, if it's um, actually grow if you can see it grow and you've got to be careful about inhaling that stuff it's not yeah. good for you so yeah. getting that sorted where were you if you a, can where were you when I needed you yeah. good advice from Frank Skinner there you go he just saying part entertaining part <coughs> civic duty this well, we've, got, we've got a bit and Kath went on Google about the possible dangers especially if you've got a small child with little lungs and it's, right. so, so you've got to you got to sort it out simple as that well, I lived in a bed sit for years that was did dripping you, with you it. any harm did never it? did me any harm <laughs> you know what them like now they're all allergic to summertime they <laughs> sorry um uh, as you know i have um an, an alter ego called frank smethick who occasionally uh occasionally comes to the surface it's a sort of multi-person one well, just a dual personality and um i find him uh skeptical generally I love him. Is, is his tone 
462. Uh, hi, Frank and the team. The most interesting thing on my wall, with a question mark, uh, my original Live Aid promotional poster and Wembley entrance ticket signed mm. by some of the artists of the day. Oh. Including oh. Absolute's old DJ Tony Hadley, amongst others. That's from Darren. Must have done well to get backstage at Live Aid. Yeah, I thought that think. was that. That's a golden that ticket. That was a hot job. ticket. Yeah. That mm-hmm. really was. Can I tell you who else has been in touch with a missive? Well, it's with a photograph, actually, of what's on their wall. Your friend and mine. David Baddiel. Ah. Hmm. I He's... thought you were going to say it's that bloke from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a picture. It's a photograph of you and David. Oh, what? He's put that on his wall? Yeah. Um, with the Queen. Oh, that picture. Yeah. Now, there's two unidentifiable characters in this. You're backstage at some event or other. It's Perhaps the, David can help. It's the 50th anniversary of ITV. This was the event, I remember. OK, lovely. And I think you'll find that one of the people in the background is uh, Johnny Briggs. Are who you was, sure? Uh, I can't Mike, see. Mike, Mike Baldwin. Mike Baldwin. Yes. Who um, ran an underwear factory. In, yes, in the north of England for some yeah, time. Exactly. In the north of England. <laughs> I think it was covered in that documentary, Coronation Street. And he was once um, hit by Ken Barlow with the worst punch I've ever seen on television. It looked like someone who looked like somebody pressing a doorbell. At which Ken Barlow said to him, I've had enough of your poison in our family. <laughs> Because he'd had an, uh, a relationship with Ken's wife and was now interested in his his, um, his older uh, daughter. Oh, sickening. Oh. Yeah, come on, Mike. Let well, I told you my favourite uh, Johnny Briggs story, which was my mother told me. Um, sorry, I'm mentioning my parents every minute on the show today. That's but all right. My mother told me that... Uh, it's Christmas. You're all quiet. Johnny Briggs uh, gave her advice on acting, which ah. was, you say your lines, you get paid, you go home. Brilliant. Well, it worked. Served him, <laughs> served him well yeah. over the years. But yeah, me and David Bazile meeting the. Co- of course, I've met her since then, but that was that was the first. And whatever you feel about, you know, politics or whatever, it's exciting meeting the Queen. Clive Silas or David Bazile. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean, Alan Cochran's here. <laughs> uh, you can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've had some real good contact from our readers today. Well, yeah. well played. Good work. Yeah. Love these people. I like the way you announced our names. It was like you're in some sort of casual bachelor pad. The guys have all dropped round. Alan Cochran's well, I here. to make it a bit method. I loved it. And a bit yeah, less presentary. You know, the, the idea that you just, oh, we know, I'm not, don't you think I'm reading this? I'm just, you know. Yeah. We're chewing the fat. Yeah. It works for me. Can I talk to you boys about something? You can talk to us about anything. What's the problem? Keep well, it broadcastable. Do you know, though. that's very true, actually. But again, I, I, yeah, I'll save some of that for off air. Mm-hmm. But we do need to talk about uh, Sports Personality of the Year. Because Tyson Fury, who is, he's one of your uh, fastest lightning pals, Al. He's uh, a little bit frightening. He's a pugilist. He's a pugilist. It's all in the same arena. <laughs> um, I believe he's interested in getting involved. In the uh, the in MMA, what? is he? Yes, <laughs> that would be interesting. Conor McGregor was going to teach him. Um, I bet he'd be a strict teacher, wouldn't he? Mm. Conor McGregor. Yeah. Oh, there'd be a lot. Imagine the coats, the coats with those two. They love a coat. <laughs> yeah, they love yeah. a big coat. Big furry <laughs> coat. Like a coat off. <laughs> oh, it'd be like Patrick Troughton <laughs> against the Yeti. <laughs> Absolute coat off. Yeah, here's him. Fly uh, on the wall, though, in that. You know when they uh, have those little VTs in Strictly of the rehearsal room that way? Yeah. Imagine if it was... Imagine putting that in the middle of Strictly, that conversation. <laughs> 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 anyway. Anyway, um, Tyson Fury, he was... He made the shortlist. For, One would think fabulous for news. sports personality of the year. Correct. Yeah. Fabulous <clears throat> news. <clears throat> Au contraire. Tyson was not happy... So much so that he went on the socials, he released a video, an official video. I don't know if you boys have seen it. It's very much in the style of Ringo Starr saying no more autographs after the 25th of October. Uh, I'm warning you with peace and love. Yes. (laughs) It's very much in the peace and love style. Yeah. 
He says, um, you know, I'm, I'm instructing the public. I do not want you to vote for me. Um, this is a message from me, Tyson Fury, with love and respect to you all. Please do not vote for Brilliant. me in the BBC Sports. It's very much a modern Groucho Marx joke, isn't it? I refuse to belong to any club that will accept me as a member. No, I, I mean, I think there's something really marvellous about it. Yes. Can he go in the... Is he hashtag Git Parade, Frank? Oh, I think... No, I think... Someone has finally said, which we've all thought since about 1961, that is, I mean, is there a TV award show that people care less about <laughs> than BBC Sports Personality? Have you ever heard anyone introduced, for example, as former BBC Sports Personality? No. No. It is really, it's it, the sell-by of the celebration of that. I think by the time the credits start rolling, I already forgot yeah. who's won. I yeah. think it has less impact on their career than Rear of the Year did on I, yours. I do. <laughs> I honestly think Rear of the Year is a bigger <laughs> thing to win. I honestly think that. Who, you know, <laughs> the sports personality of the year. Harmless, The Guardian. <laughs> it's, it is, and I'll tell you something, I've been to a couple. Oh, it's, have you, Frank? It is television's longest night. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, you've done panel games, so... Oh, I've... I've yeah, I, but, mm. oh, man. Mm. I've done that quiz of the year. What's it called? Big Fat Quiz of the yeah, Year. Yeah, right. that, that's like a four-and-a-half-hour record. It but really is. it's a war, and the smell of embrocation in that room <laughs> but it's such a oh, who cares I, I think it's great he's just saying I can't be bothered to turn up or take part in any way but of course now he's created a scenario where I, I imagine everyone I'm certainly going to vote for him I wasn't going to bother but I am now because I want the awkwardness of him happen? winning and he might send a strange character up there or do something strange just before we, we go, who who is the current holder of the title? I believe... Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> exactly. I thought... Uh, all right, you're, Andy Murray you, was the last one I knew. That was six years ago. Anyway, uh, <laughs> your witness. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Apparently, the um, Sports Personality of the Year panel have <sighs> rejected the idea of Tyson Fury taking himself yeah. off the list. And I think the important word in that is panel. I think if it was yeah. an individual that had to say, no, we're keeping you on the list, they might have been a bit less likely to yeah. Tyson Fury. I don't know. I bet he I could think take what the whole panel. Safety in numbers principle at work. Him and, him and Conor McGregor in the coats taking on the panel. Yeah. Who... Um, if I asked you for a pen picture, as they used to say in football programmes, oh, yeah. a, a quick descri a potted description of your average voter in oh. BBC Sports Personality. A spotty. What would you say? As they call it. Over 70. Oh, what, the average voter? Because it's the public that votes, <laughs> middle, isn't it? Middle class over 70. Yeah. Um, picture of the royal family on the wall. People that Where basically... Where do they live? Um, coffee table book of uh, Princess Diana... In photos, <laughs> they no, live and in the world of cars. They, they, I think they're scattered. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, not the, the world of cars would be too aggressive. I think no vintage cars. Oh, maybe vintage okay. cars. These yeah. are people that think that they're too good to vote on, like Britain's Got Talent or yeah. Big Brother. Yeah. But they go sports personality of the year. That's fair enough. Yeah, I think so. One newspaper to the read Express. Thank you. <laughs> um, we have done Express <laughs> only ever seen. On the seats of aeroplanes <laughs> when you're walking off. <laughs> um, that, I, but I, if there's any of our, if there's anyone listening to this show who votes in Sports Personality of the Year, there won't be. But if there is, I'd, I'd, we'd love to hear about your motivations. Because uh, no, I, I, honestly, I've got no, I have no problem with it. Mm. It's one of the, you know, there are certain shows on the BBC well, Also, it's lovely, lovely Gary. Does he still work on it? Or is oh, it uh, I know, Claire but Balding? you know, I'm sure if, you, if we was to get Gary on his own and ask him about it, he'd be even more disparaging than I am. <laughs> well, I can possibly comment. I doubt that. He's smart He's enough to pro, not bite the hand Gar. that feeds, isn't he?
No, but I mean, if we, if we got a couple of drinks down, we were sitting yeah. on our own. <laughs> <laughs> if we'd swept the room for bugs. You can't it can, enjoy. It can be arranged. You can't I'm enjoy those, like, seven-minute VT inserts bright, about, man. you know, squash. I, know. I can't believe it's really... <laughs> Frank, what I'm hoping for, though, is uh, Tyson Fury, we've discussed the coats. Hmm. He also, he's got some previous on the costume front. Do you remember when he turned up wearing, it was for one of those fight press conferences, you know, those very staged ones where they hmm. pretend to be angry with each oh, other. Yeah. And it wasn't Klitschko, but it was one of the... And he turned up in uh, Lamborghini wearing a Batman costume. Cool. Oh, yes, he oh, did. Very that, cool. come on. I mean, he has got a lot of personality. This so is it. It is the sport. I mean, even asking not to be on the list has displayed more personality than other people on the list. Well, why, why is he called personality? Why has he got personality in the title? Why isn't it just Sports Person of the Year? Good, good question. 8, 12, 15. Because I don't think their personalities are taken into account, are they? No. No. Have we worked out who's won it? Who's uh, Corinne Haldier? No, well, Don't I said, when you is. said who won it, and I said, yes, it was, and then it turned out I didn't know, and the last time I knew the winner was 2015, Andy Murray. Since then. Well, the last time, I think, I remember Henry Cooper winning it when yeah. I was a kid. Emlyn Hughes. <laughs> but that, that might 33 have been. on the 25th. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Now, so that is a hint of personality, the Brute 33 adverts. <laughs> It's, um, I, I don't I mind it I said who's going to win this year, Frank. They reckon it's Lewis Hamilton, isn't it? Or has he already it's won? Lovely. And do you think he'll think, well, you know, it's great being world champion for seven times, but for me, the <laughs> highlight of the year. <laughs> Ronnie O'Sullivan is on the list, and I've got oh. a bit of a late review because I mean I would give I would give the award <laughs> to Ronnie O'Sullivan, who I've always liked. He's got a bit of a hinterland. Is oh, know, I like interested. Has he had a comeback then, hasn't he? Because it's well, he it, must have. He's on the sports personality of the year award list. Exactly. So if he's never gone away, then it's it's a little bit nineties, isn't it? But can I say? Give it I, to the ROS. I've just seen. I believe this is an old clip, but there's. A very enjoyable clip of uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan wearing a VR headset, you know, the virtual reality thing, mm. um, and thinking that he's playing snooker or pool, and he goes to lean on the table and face plants because it isn't there. <laughs> oh man, it's very funny, but an insurance nightmare for that. Mm. Like, luckily, nothing was injured, but you'd think his hands would be quite, oh, you yeah. know, highly insured. No, I, I, I'd be happy for him to win it. It'd be nice for him for about 12 minutes before <laughs> yeah. he forgot about it. Another one on the list, um, Stuart Broad. I'd like him to win Again. because of that sign bat he once gave me. Also, oh, that's nice. He's going to go right up in I'd like him to win because he was dropped this year by the oh. England team. Well, yeah. Why has he been nominated then? Because they then, because they well, realised very quickly say. that they were much less of a team without him, so they got him back, and I like that. He must have enjoyed that a lot. It's oh, more yeah. comeback of the year then, isn't it? Do you Imagine think he went him. back into the um, cricket changing rooms in one of those coats from Tyson Fury or Conor <laughs> McGregor? Guess who's back? <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping he Guess went in and, and thought, no, wouldn't it be great to rub their noses in it by winning BBC Sports Personality <laughs> of the Year? Now, listen, <laughs> if that was, if the winner got a massive bear coat, fake mm. mm. fur, faux fur... Well, it'd have to and, be for Lewis Hamilton yeah. as a Vegan. With with sports personality of the year printed on the back, and you, which you had to wear for a year in order to qualify for it. Even on the hottest day of the year, like like when I won that uh, light brown, dark brown um, leather varsity jacket with Planet Hollywood London on the back for uh, being. Um, was it lad of the bloke of the year in the uh, oh you didn't some awards legend. I mean who'd have thought from that to poetry podcast oh, yes. no, it's, it's the complexity of the, old, of the man it's a funny old word saint yes um, Frank what can I, I say my son by the way who I took to the um, um, the sports personality of the year ceremony oh did you yeah well they've started you're not allowed to smack them anymore <laughs> Uh, was see, that I think, when he met Harry Kane? Well, that was it. 
and he cried when Harry Kane didn't win sports personality. That's why you hate it. I would maintain that that is the only time tears have ever been shed over (laughs) sports personality of the year, winner or loser. Unless it's people or just the duration that's driven them to distraction. Hang on, Frank. Didn't you do a song on it? We did. What's going on? We've got to go to the break soon, but I've forgotten about this. This is a bit Look, weird. I don't. I'm, I'm not against it as a show. I just think we need to accept it doesn't. It means nothing to anyone, even the winner. Okay, that's all. But I don't mind. You know, you got to fill television with something. Oh dear. Yeah, it, it's, you know it's hard. It's harmless. As the, as the, as the, as the Guardian said, but you still haven't told me you won last year before you defend it as a very, very important <laughs> TV standby. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Claire Fizz believes it was Ben Stokes last year. One. Oh, yeah, I, I think you're guessing, Claire. I, lo- I love you, but I don't know you, but Cricket that's never stopped me. Comp stands a chance. Yeah, there we, you go, you see. we don't know. I love Ben Stokes, but I wouldn't remember that. Mm. One thing I would like to add about... As like, someone said, the BBC don't even have the right, so they talk about a big brain. sporting event and then they show you some photographs of you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Well, yes. we can do that in the papers. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, one of our readers bring out Graham a, who's pointed that out yeah bring out a brochure if you're going to show <laughs> us uh, photographs it's so all three hours or yeah something. exactly it is long isn't it <sighs> is it a long TV's one? longest night <laughs> but I meant in the edit I oh, know it's live but Frank live, if you had to wear me. the faux fur bear coat with Spotty on the back mm. all year, could never take it off, even at home. I think that's fair enough. I'd watch it then. I think when the coat gets put on and you know it's stuck on them for 365 days. I think Lewis Hamilton could carry that off. He's got, um, he's he's sort of cool enough, and he hangs around yeah. probably with people who follow the avant-garde fashion yeah. world a bit. Mm-hmm. Whereas it might be harder if you're Stuart Broad. He'd look terrible right. in the coat. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be wearing that as a county guy. With a spotty <laughs> coat. Um, I love that Tyson Fury's... He's got three sons all named Prince. Yeah. So, hasn't he? Because as he says, he's the king, and so... Oh. So he's, yeah, the princes. It makes sense. No, we, we don't even question it with the royal family. <laughs> good, good point. But because he's working class, oh, it's a big fuss about it. Exactly. I well. actually love that. I like it. I think it's a good, you know, it's a good You know idea. what I love? Go on. Life! Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, do, I did you? told you earlier, you've forgotten already. Mm. That was a lousy quiz. <laughs> uh, 490 has said, I have an antique balloon mould on my wall. Balloon mould? Mm. I think, do you think that's a... A mould? A mould, or do you think it's some mould that looks like an old balloon and it's in a shape? Stiff, I'm hoping it's a sort of a steampunk... Mold mm. of maybe some brass yeah. valve that was on a, maybe some a balloon that belonged to the Montgolfier brothers. It is Twickenham, so I think that's yeah. the sort. It's from Sam in Twickenham. That yeah, I think I think it's part there. I think in Twickenham people mm. own things like that. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have any mold on the wall in Twickenham. I don't think. No. Nick James has on the wall a wheel nut from a Williams Formula One car. Wow, did that, did that like, shoot? I know, a wheel nut? Yeah. What, like the locking wheel nut yes. like a mechanic would ask I'll for? I'll show you here. It says on it, it's got a gold pack saying Williams Grand Prix. <laughs> Does it still happen? Occasionally you'd be walking down the road and uh, a hubcap would fly off a car and slam <laughs> into it. I mean, a really dangerous... I saw yeah. one uh, slice an Alsatian in half. I didn't. I didn't oh, see that. I'm just, make, just making it more dreams. making it more colourful. Wouldn't be a nightmare. Yeah. Really, it'd be awful, wouldn't it? Especially if the bloke with the lead hadn't noticed, just carried on. I just yeah. put the front bit. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to think about that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, can I thank Miles Hodson? Miles Hodson, you may remember, sent us the best fit line ruler many years ago. Oh, oh yes. Fabulous ruler. And also um, wrote a book called 2089. Um, he has sent me a... I don't want to go into too much detail, so I might give the game away, although my son is playing uh, football this morning. Nice. So uh, you know, you'll probably see on... Uh, 
be a 10-minute piece on sports, sports personality <laughs> of the year. Um, but anyway, what he's done is he's sent me some postcards from various planets, mm. Miles, and the idea is that I send them to Boz as if they've come from those. Well, that's planets. nice. Oh, yeah. that's clever, lovely. It's a clever old scam on uh, Miles's. Oh, so thanks for that. Good stuff. 839 has been in touch on the subject of sports personality of the year. Uh, hi, Frank and team. I work in a jewellers and we have Lester Piggott's BBC TV Sports Lifetime Achievement Award in for cleaning. Oh, OK. Andy. Now, but, but it came in for cleaning eight years ago and they've never bothered to uh, pick it up. They forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Lester's been, he's been gone a while. Lester Piggott, of course, was um, for a while in the um, chair of... Oh, uh, he was in the jockey chair. If, if, if you did a joke was. about horse riding or anything, you always said, oh, look and at And also who. about tax, wasn't he? Was yes. it tax? Ken and Dodd then Ken Dodd tax. took that. Yeah. And then I think Lewis Hamilton, maybe. I think Jimmy Carr, probably. Jimmy Carr was yeah. in it briefly. Yes. Uh, Jimmy, yeah, it's all car themed. It, to be fair. <laughs> and can I just say also, we've discussed this before on the car theme, uh, who do you think you are when you're, when you're pulled over by the police and driving fast? What would the policeman have traditionally have said? Who do you think you are? Sterling Moss. Very good. Thank yeah. you, Frank. They always used to say that thing, your car, is it, sir? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was one of those. And you suffer for a second, you think, is it? Is it my car? Does one own anything, really? <laughs> um, but I didn't ask the policeman that. No. Um, I, I, I've told you on this show before when a policeman said to me, I eat people like you for breakfast, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness me. Oh, man. That's some kind of a cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, OK. You know, I was pulled over on a um, Vespa scooter with a flattened back tyre, or two flats back tyre, and the um, motorcycle cop, who was a bit pompous, mm. said, um, let me give you some advice, Mr Cochran. Look after your tyres, and your tyres will look after you. Nice. Oh, I l- that's nice. Great advice. Have you got his number? He's mm. <laughs> <laughs> got Al's. <laughs> I um, I was on the night I passed my test. I oh, was pulled night. over. I was pulled over by the police in Stourbridge in the West Midlands. I know. Um, uh, for driving without lights. I you going to say without a licence. Because I'd never had a lesson where I'd had to put lights on and I'd only passed that day. So I'd oh, never actually dear. switched the lights on. It hadn't occurred to me. It's part of the test now, I think. Anyway, he said, I'll, you know, I've got to give you a ticket. And he got the thing out and he looked at my... And he said, what, you just passed today? Mm. And I said, I thought, hey, uh, here's a chance. I said, uh, yeah, yeah, I've only passed today. So I've never had a chance to, you know, I never had to put... He said, ah... Oh, Bad luck, that. <laughs> Just filled it in. <laughs> Thank you, officer. Hashtag git parade. Oh, exactly. He's in. He ends it today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, thank you so much for listening today. And um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.